insurrection, obstruction, indictments, civilly liable for sexual abuse. The one man responsible for all that could be sitting in a prison cell on election day and still be elected commander-in-chief for these United States. That man is beholden to Putin, weakened NATO the last time around, and is currently tying himself to wealthy Saudi oil money. He enriched himself when government stated his properties. He campaigned on wanting to use government to go after his political rivals and wants to expand executive power. If Donald Trump is re-elected, our nation is lost. So let's roll up our sleeves, get to work, and tell the MAGA folks, no more before it's too late. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. I'm not sure if we're going to do many calls today, but you know, if we do get to them, it's 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. Uh, more likely to get involved with the chat room, so if you want to come chat with us. If you're listening on the Blog Talk Radio site, uh, blog, if you're listening on Blog Talk Radio slash Liberal Dan, come on over to the YouTube channel. It's easy to get there. LiberalDanRadio.com will get you there. Uh, just come to the live show page, or if you go to liberaldan.com, uh, click on the most click on the most recent post, and it'll send you right to the live. Uh, when you click on the Liberal Dan Radio link, uh, you can also just ask questions in the chat. And if you're listening after the live podcast, you could always listen, leave your comments, questions, concerns uh, at Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, and over here on the comments thread for the particular episode or any episode or any video here at liberaldanradio.com. Uh, to support the show, you could always you like videos, comment on videos, share videos, uh, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, go to uh, the Twitch channel, create a Twitch account if you don't have a Twitch account, and go follow me over, uh, twitch.tv slash liberaldanradio. That's, um, that's the next goal is to get... Uh, Twitch affiliate. Uh, we're already up to 23. We're almost halfway there, and we're not even ten. We're not even a third of the way into uh, January. So uh, we're doing a great job there. Um, just just got to keep on uh, pushing at that, and we're gonna we're gonna get affiliate in a month. I'm I'm confident about that. As long as we get the followers, we definitely have the viewers. We're we're over what we need on the viewers so far, which is perfect, which is great. And I appreciate y'all for helping out that way. Um, other ways to support the show. Uh, you could always, uh, if you're on YouTube, you could do uh, super chats. You could become a member at various levels on the show. I've been giving the all member levels early access to some of the videos that I've been posting. Uh, uh, some of the levels, some of that might go to some of the higher levels at some point. Um, we'll see. Uh, but so far, I've been giving it to all the levels at this time. Uh, some of the early access. If you also will get early access to some of the bits. Uh, that go that'll get posted to the Patreon, patreon.com/slash liberal dan to become a liberal dan radio patron. 
Uh, you can also buy me a cider. Go to liberalband.com, click the buy me a cider button, or go to buymeacoffee.com slash liberalbandradio. Uh, and you can also Venmo me, uh, liberaldan at, on Venmo. You could scan the QR code over there as well. Um, there's also my Nerdy Dan show that I do every Tuesday, um, twitch.tv slash nerdydan.com. You can just go to nerdydan.com and go there as well and see all the different ways you can support me there as well. Um, lots of different things to talk about. There was, there was lots of different possible hypocrites of the week this week all of the all of the possible ways to be a hypocrite this week i mean there was there were so many possibilities for the for hypocrite of the week i i really didn't know which way to go honestly because the republicans gave me so many options this week it was like a a uh, embarrassment of riches so to speak uh and we'll, we'll be playing the hypocrite of the week week bit uh, in in short in a short while you had a you had a whatchamacallit, um Jim Jordan uh, who was saying that it's very serious business to not respond to a subpoena and of course he didn't respond to his own subpoena so hypocrite uh, you had uh, various other you had you had the Republicans who were saying that they. Uh, chastising and criticizing Joe Biden for not funding uh, the border. But then when it came time to actually support funding for the wall, uh, guess what? Um, they wouldn't fund the wall. They don't want to fund the wall. Why? Uh, because it would be too good for Joe Biden's polling numbers to ha help him fund the border. They would rather see failure at the border and then blame Biden for it than actually fund the border and let Biden do what they want him to do. It's like the whole Jason Chaffetz thing all over again with uh, Benghazi and, and outpost and security. Uh, they would blame Hillary Clinton for the lack of security at our diplomatic outposts, so to speak. And then when pressed on it, uh, it was shown that uh, Jason Chaffetz and the Republicans voted to reduce uh, or, or to not increase uh, funding for security at that was requested uh, for these diplomatic outposts. And Jason Chaffin said, yeah, well, we can't afford to do that. Well, y'all are the ones that denied the money that was requested to increase funding for security at these places. And now you're going to blame somebody else because uh, the places weren't as secure as they should have been. No, it's your fault. Congress controls purse strings and the Republican Party was in charge of the purse strings at the time. So guess what? You get the blame. Unfortunately, there are too many voters who don't understand this and who won't uh, put the blame where it is uh, supposed to go. It is supposed to specifically go where, you know, it is supposed to go. It's just like the people who blame Biden for uh, gas, oil and gas prices, when it's not Biden's fault. It was Trump's fault. And we've talked about that in the past as well. Uh, got a bunch of people in the chat already. 26 viewers already. That's pretty darn awesome. Shouts out to the Mod Squad, Jolie and Aaron. Shouts out to uh, Kimchi, Bill, Elizabeth, Rob, Donna, uh, Easy E, Wes. Uh, who am I missing? Who has said something in the chat already? Jeff, if I haven't said Jeff already. Hella, hella. Uh, Teresa, 
Do, 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 do. Bill Deacon, Benny driving in the car. Shout out to Benny. Um, Mr. Spock, live long and prosper. Tim, good to see you, Tim. Was hilarious. The 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 whole thing of uh, somebody somebody some Fox News host uh, was uh, talking about how uh, how some Star Wars writer said something about how the next Star Wars show or Star Wars movie or something Star Wars that was going to be produced was going to piss off a lot of conservatives or a lot of dudes or whatever. And uh, she was like, this is why I'm a Star Trek fan. But instead of doing this, she did this. And I'm like, you're not a Star Wars. You're not a Star Trek fan if you did this. And it's like this, first of all. Um, Second of all, Star Trek has always been woke. Uh, Have you not paid attention at all during your watching of it? You probably just said it just to be silly or smart, but you probably never watched it a day in your life. Or if you watched it, you never comprehended it. So there you go. This is speaking from your, your your nerd, your political nerd here. You don't know what you're talking about if you don't think Star Trek is woke. Star Trek is hella woke. And I'm happy for it. Uh, Gene Roddenberry has been pushing the woke agenda since the 60s. Gene Roddenberry was woke before it was woke, before it was cool. Hey, what's up? Let's see, West Webb, Wars Trek, why can't we love them both? Of course you should love them both. And usually, usually when people would ask me, which do you like, what better, Star Wars or Star Trek? I'm like, why do I have to choose? And why are you limiting it to two? What about Battlestar Galactica? What about Firefly? What about uh, Babylon 5? What about Stargate? Hey, T- Teresa, thank you for uh, joining and becoming a liberal animal. Uh, you're my newest member. Thank you so much for that. Appreciate it. Uh, first interracial kiss, woke AF. I have interesting take on that one, though. I do have an interesting take on the first interracial kiss. It was a groundbreaking thing to show the first interracial kiss on camera. However... Captain Kirk would kiss anything that would move. Uh, Klingon, Romulan, Andorian, Orion, anything out there, any anybody out there, he would kiss. But it took him being under mind control for him to make out with the beautiful Lieutenant Uhura. Like, that. that to me, that takes away from it a little bit. But still, I mean, still, it pushed barriers it, it, it moved everything in the right direction, but I wish I wish it would have been a consensual kiss instead of it being one that was forced upon them by aliens. Like, I wish it would have been like aliens forcing them to kiss in some sort of assault sort of way. Yes, it did push forward uh, the ideas that, oh, look, these are people who are kissing and they're not, they're, they're interracial. Oh, no's. Making making Republican cons- or making conservatives heads explode for since the sixties. So Eddie Murphy said it best: Kirk kiss Green. <laughs> That's funny. Tim Farrell, who wouldn't want to kiss Ahura? Ahura was a damn. I mean, she was intelligent and she was damned attractive and she was a role model and she was. I mean, she was going to quit the show after a year. And 
she was talking to Dr. King, Dr. Martin Luther King, who would watch the show with their family. And he said, don't you quit. He told her, like, you can't quit. You are a role model and you need to stay up there and be an example of, of, of how, you know, of, of that black people can be up there and do anything. Anything. And Roddenberry just pushed limits all over the place. I mean, you had an Asian on the bridge. You had a Russian on the bridge. You, you just, you had, he pushed boundaries left and right. Women were equals. I mean, maybe in one of the first episodes, Command, or Captain Pike said something that was horrible. Hey, Bill, thank you for, uh, thank you for also becoming a, a liberal Danimal. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. West Webb, I was only 10. You guys are younger than I. Yes, I was. I watched Star Trek, the first Star Trek on repeat. Um, easy. And Dr. King was not liberal. Uh, Dr. King may very well have been further left, I think, um, than liberal. But a lot of people argue that he was a Republican, but I don't know. But then again, uh, what Republicans are now and what Republicans were then has been shifting for a while now. Um, yes, and Martin Luther King Jr. Day is Monday, but we will not be off. We will still be doing a show. My kids are off of school. I'm, I think I'm off of work, too, but I will not be taking off of uh, the show. Thank you, Aaron, for gifting five memberships as well. You are also very awesome. I appreciate it, as always. Welcome to the memberships. Uh, welcome, Tony, Diz, Stephanie, Easy Street. Uh, thank y'all. Thank, thank Aaron for the for the lovely gifts you got. Um, but then again, I mean, maybe he was a political moderate on certain issues. However, uh, the idea that uh, we should have racial equality was definitely a leftist view at the time. So, regardless of you know. Maybe he was a moderate by today's standards, but in, by the 60s standards, he was not moderate. Um, granted, he was more moderate than maybe some of the more radical uh, activists uh, out there, like, you know, people like, you know, your, your Malcolm X types. But, you know, he also did say the words that I often quote to the people who would be very critical of the uh, BLM protests uh, when they would get when some people would would go overboard maybe uh he would say the riot is the language or the voice of the unheard those are words spoken by dr king who understood that when people aren't seeing progress in what they want and what they want to have done they will do beyond speaking they will riot and you know that's what the founding fathers did when they did the boston tea party they rioted they looted and 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 destroyed private property but nobody wants no conservative wants to hear you compare the founding fathers uh, dressing up in Indian red face and going to the uh, going to the Boston Harbor, Boston Harbor, and uh, dumping the tea into the river. They don't want to see that as a comparison. So uh, JFK would be considered conservative today, probably, but at least moderate. Uh, but then again, maybe JFK might might have moved to the left. You never know. Joe Biden in 1970s, 1980s was more conservative than Joe Biden of today. Joe Biden uh, took the time, listened to people, and has moved to the left over the course of his political career. Uh, Joe Biden moved Barack Obama to the left on issues like gay marriage. So uh, you never know. Maybe, maybe 
JFK of the 60s might have been a more conservative person, but if JFK would have been allowed to live, perhaps he would be more progressive uh, now, today. You never know. So, <laughs> real Bill P, my oldest son heard Dr. McCoy say, damn it, Jim, and he said, damn it, daddy was two years old. That's great. Um, when did BLM ever support Trump? No, clearly they didn't support Trump. Uh, wait, easy. When? Yeah, when did BLM start supporting Trump? I don't understand that. I don't. I don't. I don't. I never saw that. When? When did that happen? Um, Joe is still moderate. He's not that level. I mean, yeah, but he's still more to the left than he was previously. The Democratic Party has also moved more to the left. So. And, and, of course, the Republican Party has moved way more to the right. So there's that, too. Um, easy E, I could argue that Joe is more conservative on some issues than Trump. That might be an interesting topic to discuss uh, on a different week. I don't necessarily want to go down that rabbit hole yet. Um, I would argue that on the most important issues, Biden is, is, is more to the left than Trump. There may be some issues that you could find and cherry pick that maybe Trump might squeak a little bit over to the left than Biden, maybe. But if, if he does so, it's only for, uh, it's only for political expediency. It's, it's kind of like, and, and maybe it's kind of like, you know, when they call Trump a populist. Trump isn't a populist. Trump is a faux populist. Trump speaks you know, we'll, we'll speak in, you know, niceties to like the working class people, but he's not for the working class people. And so when the working class people got fooled by him, when he said, oh, we're going to bring jobs back to the American workers and to the steel workers and yada, yada, yada. And they did. And then the steel workers didn't get a raise. And they're like, what the hell's going on? And, you know, they got the shaft. So easy. I say that as a compliment to Biden. <laughs> um Tim Farrell, I wonder if Space Force has developed a cloaking device yet. Maybe they should apply Operation Warp Speed. <laughs> nice. So, Joe doesn't grab him by the hoo-ha. You know. Wait, where's the where's my where's my clip? There it is. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Um, anywho, so one of the big things, you know, I, I, if you haven't seen it already. Uh, I posted some, I made it last night, uh, but I, it got live. Unless you were already a member of liberal Dan radio, unless you already liberal Dan radio, Danimal, um, and you, you, and you saw it last night, uh, you saw it today. It was, I went live today. It was the first in my video series on the case against Donald Trump. I have the first in the series, the case for Joe Biden that deals with student loans. Um, some weird things happened in that video with the audio and, and, and the, and the video, and there's a little bit out of sync. I don't know what happened there. Uh, but I have another video again, this first video series, the case for Donald Trump, another video series or the case for Joe Biden. Sorry. Another one, the case against Donald Trump. So we had two sets of video series. Um, and, and the first one was dealt with again, Joe Biden with student loans. And this one was already going to be dealing with. Donald Trump's dictator on day one uh, comment. But then Donald Trump's attorneys said what they said in the D.C. Court of Appeals, 
which said the quiet part out loud. And, oh, boy, it was crazy. And um, I dealt with that in that video. So if you haven't watched that video after the podcast today, go watch that video and share it with everybody you know. Because if, if, there's, if there's any reason why anybody should be rejecting Donald Trump and making sure Donald Trump doesn't get elected in the office, it's that. Um, and I explain more into that. And we'll get into a little bit. Of, we'll get into more detail about that as well. But there's another reason why another thing that was brought up in the audio in, in that we that we heard uh, from the arguments that were being made between the judges and Trump's attorney. And one of them was the reason why he is this week's hypocrite of the week. This week's Hypocrite of the Week is Trump attorney John Sauer, who said because Trump wasn't convicted when impeached on similar charges, he couldn't be criminally convicted for them. He then said Trump couldn't be charged for these crimes because he was impeached for them, citing double jeopardy. If double jeopardy applies without conviction, it would apply with conviction. He contradicted himself, making him a hypocrite. To see who next week's Hypocrite of the Week will be, tune in live on Mondays and Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central to LiberalDanRadio.com or Twitch.tv slash LiberalDanRadio for more talk from the left. That's right. So there you go. Um, to expand on what happened, uh, we, already, we already heard, if you watched Hal, if you watched my video, uh, you would see that, you would have seen him talking about the idea that if you want to, the legal theory of Donald Trump's lawyers is that if you want to convict him of criminal charges for actions taken as president, you would have to have convicted him and on impeachment charges first. And that's absurd. That's a, that's a loony theory. But they also brought up the, uh, they also brought up the idea, hey, is that Depeche Mode? No. <laughs> they also brought up another argument that double jeopardy should imply. And that because he didn't get, because they brought him up on impeachment charges, that they can't then bring him up again on these criminal charges. That's also BS because impeachment is not crime. And so double jeopardy doesn't apply when it comes to impeachment versus criminal charges. It's two different things. But you can be brought up on civil charges or, or somebody can sue you civilly for something that you've been charged with and convicted for criminally, right? So, so but what they're saying is that if you, if, Double if double jeopardy applies, double jeopardy applies regardless of if there's a conviction or not. So if they're saying that double jeopardy applies and he can't be charged with these crimes because he was already impeached for them, then even if he was convicted of articles of impeachment, they're saying that he would then even if he was convicted, then double jeopardy would apply and he couldn't be then charged criminally. So he's saying out of one side of his mouth that you have to convict in an, in, our, in an impeachment in order to charge him criminally. But then by making the double jeopardy argument, he's saying that you wouldn't be able to charge him criminally because of double jeopardy. Makes it no sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. It's dumb. It's absolutely Dumb. Uh, Chris, they didn't convict him in the Senate because it was too late to remove him from office. He still could have been disqualified. They kicked him into the justice system. 
And I mean, there are arguments as to whether or not the Republicans also believe that you can't impeach somebody after they've they're they're gone from office. And there are other people who believe that you can impeach after they're gone from office, specifically to get the disqualification part, to disqualify them from further serving in office. Um, there's that part as well, but that part would have to be meted out in some sort of, you'd have to do it, and then there would have to be a lawsuit as to whether or not it was a valid impeachment. You'd probably have to sue that, like you'd have to have that happen, and then the person would have to, if they were disqualified from ever running again, you would then have, that person would have to sue, and then they would have to go to the Supreme Court, and then the Supreme Court would have to determine if you could impeach somebody after they were gone from office. So, right, it's not even double jeopardy from state to state. That's true. Um, let's, let's see. Let's go back to the thing. Go back through the chat. Um, Let's see. I can. Trump is a shyster, poor and simple. That is true. Um, it is what it is. I always hated that stupid saying. Now even more. <laughs> Student loan forgiveness can be divisive amongst Dems and Kimchi. It should. You're right. It shouldn't be divisive among Dems. There are people who are Democrats who do bring up complaints, but um, it, you're right, it shouldn't be. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Easy. What awards does Hypocrite of the Week get? Um, a song on my on my week uh, uh, on my show. That's what they get. <laughs> and yes, unceasing mockery, or at least mockery every week, and potentially the the potential for Hypocrite of the Year. Um, that's easy. That means that Biden could also do whatever the heck he wanted to. Exactly. Biden could, under, under Donald Trump's lawyer's legal theory, he could now say, hey, SEAL Team 6, go yeet Donald Trump. And as long as 35 Democratic senators agreed with his actions, could be like, okay, well, we're not going to convict him of the impeachment. And then according to, according to Trump lawyer's zany legal theory, he would be shielded from criminal prosecution it would be an official act. Of course, Donald Trump's lawyers are like, well, if somebody did what you claim that he would do, they would be swiftly impeached. No, because again, as I said in my video, nobody would dare question Trump. If, you, if, if, if he had complete control of the government, nobody would dare question him. Nobody would dare step against him. So nobody would dare do anything to challenge his authority. Um. Jeff Curry, I paid off my student loans, got the last 4K forgiven because it's never late payment. I hope they, never, they are getting forgiven for the last exactly. Um, do, 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 do. I can't believe it was even argued, but this is a scary thought to have that before this Supreme Court. Yes, it is a very scary thought that it will eventually get before the Supreme Court. I mean, right now, it's before a panel of the Court of Appeals. We'll see how the Court of Appeals rules. I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident that the Court of Appeals are going to say, not in these particular words, but Trump's attorney, you are a bunch of stupid idiots and you do not know what you're talking about. We completely reject your entire argument out of hand. Trump is not immune. 
and then they'll either appeal and try and get a full the full the full DC uh, Court of Appeals to on banc as I think is as they say uh, to, to 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 have the entirety of the court make a ruling on it or just appeal it directly at that point all the way to the Supreme Court where the Supreme Court will get to rule on that foolishness and then oh if they rule on that foolishness and I'm not on my cruise I, I will go live immediately or as soon as possible if that does happen uh, yes DC will rule against him the big thing is. The, what, what will the activist conservative Supreme Court do? What will Alito et al. do? Roberts, I have my doubts that he would, I, I think that Roberts would actually be somewhat sane on this particular issue. While Roberts isn't necessarily sane on all issues, I think Roberts might be sane on this particular issue, but I think still it would, it, it has the potential of still being five to four. But even with this, I, I want to, I really, really want to believe that not even these nutballs are that nutballish. That maybe even Roberts would, would, have, would, put, would put the reins on the corn and say, you know what? No. Stop it. Tim, no. Trump doesn't want a decision before the election. He wants nothing before the election because as long as he can stall until the election – and as long as he can stall until inauguration, and if, if he can get a win, if he can stall until the inauguration, then he can just tell the Justice Department, drop it, just drop the charges, I'm no longer going to be, and then he just has to deal with Georgia. But, and, and if he loses the presidential election, I, at that point he flees. At that point he probably has to leave the country, because there's no way. There's no way he stays. Even if someone as egotistical as Trump at that point probably would see the writing on the wall at that point and would be like, you know what? I'm screwed. I need to get the hell out of Dodge. So, and even with Georgia, I mean, if Georgia convicts and he's elected president, God forbid, um, it creates the constitutional crisis that we've talked about on the show before. If, if, you know, if he actually gets put in prison, while elected president, what do you do? He can't pardon himself. He doesn't have the power to pardon himself from a state charge. The The governor of Georgia can't pardon him. You have to have that board pardon him in Georgia. That's how pardons work in Georgia. So that what then? Do you, uh, do you have him serve from prison? Do you tell him, okay, well, you have to report back to prison once the presidential term is served? What do you do? So... If they rule that way, Biden should have to visit a few Supreme Court. I don't. No, no, no. We're not going to support that on the show. <laughs> See, Biden is better than Trump. Biden wouldn't do that because Biden is a better human being than Donald Trump. So, let's see. I hope TFG flees and his cult sees what a PAB is. Oh, I mean, he is a coward. Uh, one of the reasons he is a coward is because uh, he he was given the opportunity he was going to be given the opportunity to give the closing statement in the New York trial. Uh, he wanted to give the closing statement in New York trial, but in order to do so, he would have to follow certain rules, i.e. he would have to follow the same rules that an attorney would have to follow during their closing statements. 
Donald Trump refused to follow those rules. And the, the attorney said uh, Donald Trump's already been put under enough pressures and restrictions and he doesn't want to have to follow those rules. So the judge was like, nope. If you won't follow the rules on that, that deal with closing statements, then he can't give a closing statement. Sorry. If you won't agree to that, then he can't give a closing statement. So then they withdrew the request for Donald Trump to be the one to give the closing statement. So he is too afraid to get up there and actually have to follow the rules. So... Secret Service won't follow him to prison. They said as much as saying they would arrest him if he tried to leave the country. That's interesting. Would they arrest him if he tried to leave the country before before he was actually convicted? Like, like if it, it, like, could he sneak away and and could he sneak away and get away like in the middle of the night before conviction and then be like, bye, I'll see you later. Um, I don't know. It would be an interesting. It would be an interesting time to, to be living in if that would happen. I would much rather have to deal with that possibility than the possibility of what do we do if Trump gets reelected. And again, I list one of the reasons, and we'll be listing many reasons in those, that video series of the case against Donald Trump. So, and look, one of the ways you can help the channel is share those videos, especially the case for Joe Biden, the case against Donald Trump. Share the, share the hell out of those videos. Make sure people see them. Make sure people watch them. The first two are f about five minutes long. I'm going to try and keep them shorter uh, to about three minutes, but the first two have intros. I'm going to try and keep them shorter to keep people's attention spans there just to make sure they're short, quick, to the point. I think the next Biden one will probably be about the gas price issue. And maybe on both of them, maybe, I don't know if it's going to be the Biden will be the gas price issue or Trump will be the gas price issue. I don't know. But we'll see. Um, what else? What else we gonna talk? Wait, what else we got to talk about today? Um, Chris Christie today uh, suspending his campaign. Um, not surprised because uh, Chris Christie did, didn't have the numbers to justify him staying in the campaign. I mean, he for a while he was saying. I'm going to stay in the campaign. I'm going to keep on going to at least New Hampshire. But then today he's like, I got to get out. And do we give him credit for getting out? I don't know. I have a problem with Chris Christie. I think he's a terrible person uh, for many a reason. Um, I, I support the fact that he doesn't want Donald Trump elected. I think that uh, we agree there. He, he, he knows that there is an existential threat to this country if Donald Trump gets elected, and I can appreciate that he's trying to do what he can, and I think he understands that him being in the race detracts from the possibility of Trump Trump being defeated, so he needed to get out. So good that he got out. But otherwise, I really don't care for the guy, and I just, I hope, I wish him uh, all the best on his future endeavors, as long as those future endeavors include are, are just working to get Donald Trump to lose. Uh, Tim Farrell, he is angling for VP, uh, not under Trump. He's not angling for VP under Trump. Uh, he's angling for VP under, uh, maybe under somebody else, but I don't know who. Maybe angling for VP under um, Nikki Haley. That's probably the only one because I think he was heavily critical of everybody else. He was mildly hit a critical of Governor Haley. 
Um, but <laughs> Melania might already be setting up household in Slovenia. Nice. Um, so what else? Then, yeah, of course, yeah, you have Hunter Biden showing up to Capitol Hill, uh, driving the conservatives into apoplectic fits, uh, which I didn't see the entirety of it because I was back and forth doing some work all day, having to deal with some stuff. So uh, I didn't have the opportunity to sit down and watch the entirety thing. I saw Marjorie Taylor Greene's MTGs, you know, all yelling about, you can't, you're afraid of a strong Republican woman. Well, I mean, show me one. Unless you're talking just about one that lifts and gets gains, bro. Um, or is strong, just the ability to cuckold your husband. I don't know. Um, I mean, I don't kink shame, but, you know, it should be ethically done, right? <laughs> anyway, uh, but, you know, the fact that he he's sitting there and shocked the hell out of him by showing up and then... The Democrats are like, well, swear him in. He's willing to testify. And the Republicans, again, another possibility, another another chance of being another hypocrite of the week. Comer is just like, you know, he wants Hunter Biden to come in and testify. And, Comer's, and Hunter Biden's like, okay, I'll come testify publicly. Comer's like, no, we don't want to do it publicly. When you want to do it privately? Uh, no, we don't want to, you know, why? Why don't you want to do it publicly? Because... He wants to be able to manipulate the system. He does. He wants to be able to pick and choose what bits he shows, what bits he doesn't show. He, that, that's what he wants to be able to do. He doesn't want the public to be able to see every single aspect of the interview to be able to see that the Republicans have nothing. The Republicans have nothing. He, they don't want the public to be able to see Hunter Biden owning the Republican Party, and they don't want everybody to be able to see the Democrats on the committee showing that the Republican Party has nothing and that all of this is just a dog and pony show. So the Republicans, when when Hunter calls their bluff, when the Democrats call their bluff, the Republicans fold, just like they always do. So <laughs> Jeff Curry MTG is a strong woman, but hey, smell ain't everything. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. Hey, Robin M., good to see you. Good, Thank you for joining. Anybody else pop in? Do, do, do. Remember to like the video, subscribe to the channel. Did anyone see Moskowitz's Smurf tie? No, I missed it. It's hilarious. It's funny. Moskowitz looks almost damn near identical to one of my uh, son's classmates' dad. And I had to do a double take the first time I saw him on TV. And he even sounds like him, too. I was like, wait, what? Is that his dad? No, that can't be his dad. His dad just does something else completely. So just me. Did anyone else see MTG's flush color? I really don't. I really try not to look too hard at MTG. It's kind of like Donald Trump looking like if, if like Donald Trump looking at the, at the, like you don't want to do that. You just, it's not something you want to do. Um, what else? Interesting sports news. What else? You got Pete Carroll not returning as head coach, Nick Saban retiring from Alabama. You got the Falcons coach getting yeeted. You got, Lots, you got lots of people losing their jobs on 
usually it's Black Monday, but this this week it's been like the Black Week or whatever. Um, not in a racist term, but just everybody getting getting fired uh, or just retiring. And it'll be interesting to see what happens in Alabama. Again, don't talk sports too much, but but seeing Pete Carroll go, I'm like I never liked Pete Carroll. And then seeing Nick Saban retire is like that's a shock. That was we were we were just like what? That's crazy. Um, especially because you know SEC down here in the South is big. So, um, what else did I want to hit? Uh, another sports thing. We, we talked about the whole Aaron Rodgers thing with uh, him trying to mock Jimmy Kimmel and trying to say that Jimmy Kimmel's name was going to be on the, the Epstein list. Of course, it wasn't. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel was saying he was going to, you know, communicate to Aaron, through Aaron Rodgers's uh, whatever via his attorneys. Well, apparently, you know, Aaron Rodgers was doing it on the Pat McAfee show. Uh, Pat McAfee has said that Aaron Rodgers will no longer be on the Pat McAfee show. So Aaron Rodgers has apparently burnt another bridge. Uh, way to go. You done messed up, A.A. Ron. Let the bridges you burn light your path to the future, young man or old man. Now, I guess, I don't know. Is he older than me or not? I'm not sure. Um, hey, Bicycle Mike, what's going on? Carol should have never passed. <laughs> Are you saying Carol should have never passed or you should have, or, or that Wilson should have never passed the ball and they should have handed it, to, handed it off to beast mode? Um Yeah, he's saving his retiring. It's crazy. What sports allows you to do research? Duh, surfing. Welcome back, Aaron. <laughs> Had the beast to run, Dan. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you have beast mode. You're at the one yard line or two yard line. Give it to Mark to give it to Lynch. Give the ball to Marshawn Lynch. Run the ball. You have beast mode. Let him go beast mode. It doesn't make any sense to pass the ball. Makes no sense. So, um, Lloyd Austin. Um, interesting what happened with Lloyd Austin. I'm still not 100% sure on the facts. We'll be probably be covering that more next week once more, more data comes out, more information comes out about um, his uh, going to the hospital and the fact that the the administration was unaware um, of the situation. Apparently, he did hand off his powers to one of his associates. Um, so if, if, if the power was handed off, I'm um, not quite sure how big of a deal that is. Maybe it's making too big of a deal out of nothing. Maybe it is making a mountain out of a molehill. But um, you would think that the administration should be made well aware that you're one of your top guys is going in to get a major procedure done. Uh, even if he's not going under anesthesia, like apparently he didn't have to get anesthesia to get your stomach drained of excess fluid, but Holy crap. Imagine not needing anesthesia to get that done. Ugh. Wait, did I miss Seha? Hey, Seha, how's it going? Good to see you. Um, yeah, I, I, Bill P. I was literally just about to get to uh, to Bobert. I literally, I had that was on my thing next to talk about. Um, that literally was on my uh, news that I wanted to, that I wanted to bring up um, right here. Um, that 
the Silt Police have stated that Lauren Boebert's domestic violence allegations are unfounded, although it's a weirdly worded title because it sounds here like they're saying that that her allegations are unfounded. But no, it's the domestic allegations against Lauren Boebert are unfounded. Uh, according to uh, Fox 31 News, uh, KDVR, the Silt Police Department announced Wednesday. I'll say there's a link, I guess, to that announcement. Uh, let's it's on Facebook, I suppose. News release, uh, domestic violence allegations. Again, this is the, the police report worded it correctly. Titled, Domestic Violence Allegations Against Representative Lauren Boebert Unfounded. Ex-husband Jason Bobert arrested for obstruction, obstructing peace officer stemming from same incident at Miner's Claim Restaurant. Again, just to be clear, knowing Jason Bobert's past, we want to be clear that Miner's Claim is spelled M-I-N-E-R-S and not M-I-N-O-R-S because, you know, ooh. Saturday, January 6, 2024 at 7.53, still police along with assistance from the Garfield County Sheriff's Depart- Sheriff's Office and Newcastle Police Department responded to the Miner's Claim restaurant, um, blah, blah, blah. Initial report of a 911 call from Jason Bobert who stated domestic violence abuse then disconnected the call from dispatch. Dispatch received a call from Rep. Lauren Bobert, and dispatch could hear a male in the background saying she punched me in the face. Upon arrival, still police spoke with Jason Bobert's ex-wife, Representative Lauren Bobert, who met with officers outside the restaurant, was cooperative with law enforcement, provided her side of the story. Officers contacted Jason Bobert, who was highly intoxicated, yelling at officers, was uncooperative with the investigation, although he claimed he had been punched in the face. Officers observed no marks or injury on Jason Bobert to, co- to corroborate. He had actually been assaulted. Staff at Miner's Claim Restaurant requested Jason leave the restaurant due to the lever of disturbance he was creating. Officers requested Jason Bobert to leave the restaurant multiple times. However, he was uncooperative and was physically removed from the restaurant uh, by law enforcement personnel. Um, also, basically, there was no video evidence uh, to show... Um, there was no video evidence uh, of the alleged incident. No witnesses came forward uh, to provide statement or any other video footage. Uh, Jason Bobert called police to recant any claims of domestic violence has prompted police to close the investigation because of lack of evidence. Uh, Jason Bobert was arrested by the Garfield County Sheriff's Office on Tuesday. He was facing several charges related to the incident. Um, he's also facing charges for another related incident occurred Tuesday. So apparently, as we're aware, well aware now, uh, Lauren Bobert does not have a good choice in picking men, both in romantic ways and in political ways. Boom. Yeah, he got arrested on January 6th. Um, yes, Chris, like minor 49 or like not minor 14. Yes, yes, I know. Or, well, that's what that's what I'm trying to make the point. I'm trying to make the point that, you know, even though he exposed himself to M-I-N-O-R-S and had to plead and pled to that, and even and she still married him after the fact, even though that happened in the past, this is M-I-N-E-R-S. We're just we're just making sure that when we're discussing Jason Boward and Miners, that we want to make sure we're talking about the correct one. Um, he was released on $250 bail. Really? Only $250 bail? Doesn't he make a crap ton of money now because, because through her position as Congresswoman, he got some oil job? Uh, 
Yeah, he, he, he exposed himself to some people at a bowling alley. News 9 reported that he hit their son. Ew. Wait, Bobert may be stupid? No, the heck you say. Yeah, I think I saw something else pertaining to Bobert and, and the son, but I was not fully did not fully find all the information on that yet. So whatever. But, you know, since we did make a video on Bobert and the breaking news about what happened, I did want to cover on the podcast that she in fact that the police did in fact did not find any evidence that she committed any crime. So I'm more than happy to report that she in this particular circumstance did nothing she did nothing wrong in this particular circumstance and therefore um the only thing we could make fun of her about is the fact that she chose a horrible husband. Elizabeth, I've been going to my favorite pro-Ukraine channels to point out the Republican failure to fund any full fund and fully support Ukraine. Well, I mean, because the Republicans are pro-Putin at this point. Uh, used to be, used to be that Republicans stood firm against Russia. That used to be the. I mean, imagine today what Ronald Reagan would say to the Republicans supporting Putin. Do you think Reagan would take the position that we we would we should support Putin and that we would not support Ukraine right now? Like it's incredible how the, how much times have how much have times have changed. But the times they are changing. Um, although the times are not changing too much when it comes to the GOP in the House. Uh, because uh, Mike Johnson, in his in his attempts to actually try and be a leader, since he was elected Speaker of the House, and the job of the Speaker of the House is to actually lead and and get things done. Um, the, there was apparently Speaker Johnson and Representative Chip Roy had a heated conversation as the vote ended. The GOP rebels plunge the house into chaos amid mutiny over government shutdown deal. So, yeah. So there's now mutiny on mutiny afoot. I can't read the Fox News article. Um... Speaker Johnson is finding himself once again walking a tightrope between political reality and what can satisfy his right flank as conservative hardliners staged a rebellion on the House floor. More than a dozen House Republicans joined all Democrats in sinking a procedural rule vote on the House floor Wednesday afternoon. The second rule vote defeat Johnson's in Johnson's 11-week tenure and coming hours after a heated private GOP conference meeting, Johnson sought to discuss a deal he struck with Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer on government funding. It's a challenge Johnson will face over and over and over again in the months ahead, but comes at a time when the Speaker has even fewer votes than his predecessor, and as Johnson has limited options on a spending deal that he will need to pass the Democratic-controlled Senate and be signed by the Democratic president. We're in a divided government. Anyone who thinks we're going to get more out of this deal is lying, and they're kidding themselves, uh, said Representative Mike Lawler, a New York Republican. The Speaker did the best he could under the circumstances, and frankly, our hand was weakened by the eight nitwits who removes Speaker McCarthy. Ooh, this this is like popcorn worthy. Now they're starting the infighting, which is good. They're starting to call each other nitwits. The rule, which would have governed debate on two resolutions for disapproval for Biden's administration rules, 
failed by a vote of 203 to 216, with 13 GOP members joining the Democrats and killing it. One of the 13 was Blake Moore of Utah, who charged, changed his votes to nay on behalf of GOP leadership in order to make a request to bring the vote up again in a later date. The rest of the Republican nay votes comprised most of the Freedom Caucus. Uh, Representative Bob Good, a Virginia Republican and leader of the House Freedom Caucus, warned hardliners are demanding additional spending cuts and a border security deal. Um, and it was interesting. I was listening to my favorite conservative radio talk show host this morning for a little bit. Haven't had much of an opportunity to listen to him recently, but there was a conservative who called in who was basically trying to say, look, you know, this big, broader spending deal is not your issue. We should have this issue pass because our fight is going to be on the issue dealing with Ukraine, Israel, and the border. So let this pass and deal with that other one. That's what needs to happen. That's what, needs, that's what we need to have happen. Uh, and, and, well, unfortunately, the, uh, they're, they're, not too, they're not smart enough to, to understand that. I say unfortunately, but maybe for us it's fortunate. Maybe it's fortunately for us that that they don't they don't quite understand that. Maybe it's fortunate that that they're that dumb. But then again, they're so dumb, but they still manage to keep winning, which is the problem. <laughs> Easy. Yes, this Johnson is fake since he has no balls. LOL. Um Somebody will remove Johnson out. There's a song about that. Isn't there from the 90s, Detachable Penis? Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. Um, good night, Donna. I'm not going to be on too much longer simply because of the fact that it is my wife's birthday, so I don't want to stay, stay, stay on here too long. I do want to go back and spend some more time with my wife. So it might be a shorter show today. Um, did want to tackle a bunch of the topics quickly um, to be able to get back with her. Um, let's see. What was the topic of the whatever with the child abuse thing? If he did that, he should go down for child abuse to talk about Bober. I mean, he, he pled guilty and then there was um, I think there was a lesser charge because he pled guilty, but that was like years ago. And I think before, before they got married. So, you know, it's been, it's been a minute since it happened. Um, yeah. King missile detachable penis. They won't pass Ukraine, Israel spending without border, but they won't pass border spending on it, but won't pass border spending on its own. Um, pretty much. Yeah, but well, they don't want to pass border spending at all because, again, they said that they, by passing border spending, they help Joe Biden and his poll numbers. So in reality, that, that they, what's more important to them is making Joe Biden lose. Just like what Donald Trump said. He, Donald Trump, Trump said, I hope that the, Biden, that the economy crashes under Biden because he wants the economy to fail now because he wants to be able to blame Biden for it. You know, he'd rather not, he'd, like, I'd rather the economy not fail. I'd rather the economy be successful, but he would rather see the American people suffer just so he can get a political win. Uh, thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you, Mike, for the birthday wishes for my, my better half. Um, 
Of course, Republicans are hypocrites about spending. Republicans spend more than Democrats do. And then I think I think what was it? Um, the the two bimbos on MSNBC in the morning, um, Joe and Mika. Joe is like the biggest bimbo of them all. He is so awful. Like I, I can hardly stand listening to him. But he even he this morning was like, Republicans spend more than Democrats, but somehow they get away with it because they're not because they do other things that make the the conservative voters like, okay, we don't care as long as you're fighting for this. We don't care that you spend like crazy. So. Why don't a good economy so America could do well? Nobody wanted COVID. Happy birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And of course, yes. I mean, Mika's fine, but I don't know. Again, poor tasting men. Because <laughs> I'm just not a fan of Joe. Just, But even Mika, like, she's done some things that have just made me just shake my head. Like, I, I can't think of any particular example right now at the time, but there's been some times where she's been talking about things. I'm just like, what are you talking about? But again, that's a lot, that's been the case a lot of times with a lot of the people on MSNBC where I'm sitting there. I'm like, how do these people get their jobs? Because they, they, they don't think about what they're talking about. And at the end of the day, it's like you're not doing your job. You're not following up. You're not answering the right. You're not asking the right questions. You're not answering the right questions. So. Hey, Trucker John, what's going on? Hope you're doing well tonight. Catching the tail end of the show today because, again, it's my wife's birthday, so I'm not going to be hanging out too much longer. But uh, we did hit a couple times. You can go back and rewind the rest of the show to watch, you want, watch the beginning if you wish. Um, thoughts, best wishes, and everything to the families of the people. Uh, there's one dead and three injured uh, so far, at least, at the Avalanche at the Palisades Tahoe Resort. Um that's just, you know, I can't imagine, but imagine, like, apparently there were people on the ski lift watching underneath as, as it was coming down, and then they had to go help dig people out as they got off the ski lift. I mean, can you imagine being on a ski lift watching an avalanche crush people below? That's just insane. Um, yes, I Lawrence O'Donnell's great. Lawrence O'Donnell is is top tier. Rachel Maddow's top tier. A lot of the evening hosts are top tier. That's why they're evening hosts. But a lot of the other ones are just like, some of the ones that they bring on as guests, just like, again, when they start talking about like abortion and polling, I've bitched about this before, but when they start talking about abortion and polling data and, and why are they passing these bills when the majority of Americans don't support them, it's because they know they can pass them because they know that a majority of the voters in their state are not going to vote against them simply on this one issue. But if you put that issue singularly in the state in front of the voters, they'll vote to support abortion rights like they did in Ohio, like they did in Kansas. But the Kansas voters aren't going to vote for a Democratic governor simply because the Republican governor signed an anti-choice bill. So... Anywho, Lester Holt, Joe is really out of touch on abortion, meaning Joe Scarborough. I mean, probably. Kella, Kella, Hella, too much both sideism. 
Eze, I voted to protect abortion rights in Ohio. Thank you, Eze. You 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 did it. You made a good vote. Um, Chris, I just don't understand Republican voters. I mean, it's, it's simple. They vote against their best interests because they are because, as Donald Trump says, he loves. Uh, the poorly educated and a lot of them are poorly educated and he does well amongst them and they're willing to vote against their best interest as long as they're either made to believe that they will one day become rich and wealthy like Donald Trump and the others if only they vote to make sure the tax code stays the way it is and so and if they vote to keep the tax code the way that it is or even better for the rich people once they're rich They'll bet the benefit from it too. Or, you know, the other way around is, is that the they get distracted by them pointing downward and say, look down and look at those people. You don't want those people going past you, don't you? And so they keep looking down and at, you know, and and trying to make sure that, you know, black people, immigrants, uh, other people who are less privileged than they are, uh, are like, oh no, can't let them get above me. No, no, no! Can't let them even get equal with me. I want to stay. I want to keep my place on the ladder. So they're they're constantly looking down the ladder of privilege. Meanwhile, that prevents them from looking up the ladder of privilege and see how, you know, they're going to the bathroom on the lower and middle class white Republican people who you know are getting used and abused by the Republican politicians and other wealthy folks who just use them for their own benefits. So, um, unfortunately, you also have you know, a lot of people who are young who only get their news from TikTok and, or only get their news online in general, who are easily swayed, who, who, and lies travel halfway around the world before the truth even gets up for breakfast. And, you have once you get that start dealing with that, you got a lot of stuff to fight with. Um, again, it's one of the reasons why, despite other people's opposition to the app, I think it's important to use it because you have to fight the misinformation. You have to get out there, especially have to fight the rampant anti-Semitism on it. Like it's one of the reasons why I don't get off of Twitter because you have to be able to spotlight and fight the anti-Semitism on there. Because there was a while where I was thinking about just dropping Twitter because of the anti-Semitism that was going on. I was like, no, you can't do it because you got to be able to shine a light on it. You got to be able to fight it. If you don't do that, you'd let it grow in faster. Sunlight is the best disinfectant. So. Anywho. So, again... Today is going to be a short show simply because of the fact, again, it's my wife's birthday, so I think I am going to call this an end to this this show. Uh, Monday will be a normal, regular-length show. I'll have much more stuff. Um, I also will be having a, uh, a whatchamacallit, a, uh, probably another, the case for Joe Biden on Monday as well that will go live in the morning, uh, so you can look for that. Maybe there'll be other videos, unless there's other breaking news that happens. Like if there's a if there's a crazy D.C. circuit ruling or whatever, or if there's any crazy Supreme Court things that come out or any other crazy stuff, 
You, I might surprise you with a live at some time between now and then. Otherwise, this is the end of today's episode of Liberal Day and Radio Talk from the Left. That's right. Again, Mondays and Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Central, here on LiberalDayAndRadio.com, and also on Twitch.tv uh, slash LiberalDayAndRadio. If you don't have a Twitch account yet, please just go make one. All you got to do is just go follow Twitch.tv slash LiberalDayAndRadio. Um, I'm trying to get to 50 followers by the end of the month. It's free to do. And once I get to 50 followers, I'll be able to become an affiliate over there as well because we're, we're way ahead of being able to get to the minimum number of uh, other things that we need to be able to get that goal done. So again, until next time, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right.